Grizz Nation's favorite outfitter is the M Store, where they're all Grizz all the time. And now the M Store has a brand new location in downtown Missoula. Come check out the new storefront located on the corner of Higgins and Broadway. The M Store in Missoula has been your Grizz Gear headquarters for more than 10 years, offering some of the most original University of Montana gear you'll find anywhere in the Garden City. Next time you're downtown, swing in. Come by the M Store today and wear what the Grizz wear. Or shop online at MontanaMStore.com. Montana's only daily sports talk show. Nuwana is now. Watch the show statewide on SWX Montana Television. I like football! Well, it's time to make the turn. Welcome in. Nuana's now ESPN Radio, SWX Montana Television, and the ESPN MT app. I'm Coulter Nuanas coming to you through the ESPN MT studio here at the Missoula Broadcasting Company. Busy day running around, collecting all the interviews, doing all the things. Got a new Big Sky Breakdown podcast coming out for you with interviews with six different head coaches from across the league. And uh, it's that time of year. Right now, as we sit here, we are at the midpoint of Big Sky Conference play for both men's and women's hoops. So we are going to spend the first 90-plus minutes of this show talking all about exactly that. We'll get things kicked off with Around the Big Sky Women's Hoops. Chris Redpath in studio with us. We do this once a week during basketball season. So we'll give you sort of the uh, the mid-season update, uh, all the scores from the previous week that was, uh, some of the top storylines from around the league. Trisha Binford, Montana State head women's basketball coach, will join us for about five minutes here uh, about 4.30, so look forward to hearing from Trish. And uh, we also then will preview this weekend's games as well. Our number two, our ESPN Roundtable this week, Big Sky Conference heavy as well. Myself, Andrew Houghton, with some help from Krista and others around the league. We got our pre, or I guess our midseason, uh, all Big Sky teams and awards. So we'll do that for the ESPN Roundtable. And then 5.30, Grizz Hockey back in the fold. Uh, the Grizz host rival Montana State Friday night at the Glacier Ice Rink. So we got a whole bunch of tickets for you. We also hear from Mike Anderson, the head coach uh, of the Grizz hockey team, as they play their final regular season home game uh, here in Missoula. That's your show, Outlook, presented by Brent Wahlberg and the Wahlberg team. The Wahlberg team, the official realtors of Grizz Athletics. Any and all real estate questions you might have in western Montana, give Brent and his team a call today. Also, if you remember, last year, last February was our 10th anniversary here at ESPN Radio. Now, it's our 11th anniversary. So, last year, Desperado Sports Tavern and Grill, one of our longest-standing and most dedicated and loyal partners, they gave you the opportunity to win 10 wings every 10 minutes every Wednesday in February. We'll be doing that again here today. Including right now, you want wings from the Desperado Sports Tavern Grill? It's not 10 wings every 10 minutes. It's 11 wings every 11 minutes because we're 11 years old now here at ESPN Montana. So call right now, 406-888-1029. That's 888-1029. Call number one right off the top. We're going to go rapid fire here at hour number one. 
Call right now. 11 wings every 11 minutes, courtesy of the Desperado Sports Tavern and Grill. Call right now. 406-888-1029. You want to stream the show? You always can on our station website, 1029ESPN.com, and you can always use the ESPN MT app as well. Hi, Krista. How you doing? Hi, Coulter. I'm great. Thanks so much for being here. First of all, uh, Around the Big Sky Women's Hoops this week, presented by Ryan Holloway and Miller, and we had uh, our great friends from Ryan Holloway and Miller, Paul Ryan, Nate Holloway, and Angie Miller in studio earlier this week. So instead of us telling you all about what they do, they'll be the ones telling you all about what they do down there uh, at the law firm. So stay tuned for that. Uh, But we appreciate Ryan Holloway and Miller for their continued uh, support of us uh, here around the Big Sky Women's Hoops and on uh, ESPN Radio. If you were at the Lady Grizz games last weekend, a tremendous uh, outpouring of support and love for Scott Cisco, one of the great Lady Grizz players ever. Uh, Certainly, probably, she was like my first favorite player for the Lady Grizz because I was about 10 years old when she was just tearing up the Big Sky Conference. And uh, it was a formidable age for me. And uh, and then she went on to coach at Big Sky, so I got to know her a little bit there when I was a kid and a teenager. Uh, She, unfortunately, battling cancer again. But she's fighting hard, and uh, there's a GoFundMe page for her. So uh, if you want to just go to GoFundMe and look that up, and uh, there's also just a variety of other places you can find just the entry point to that. So we're wishing Skylar the best, uh, but we're going to keep telling you about that because she's going to move to Arizona for a couple months to keep on fighting the good fight. She's there. Yeah, uh, she's there. She's there now. So uh, we wish her the best. Uh, she's had a huge, huge impact on Missoula. Uh, as a business owner and an athlete and a coach and a friend and all those sort of things. So wishing Skyler the best. And uh, if you can help, anything and everything will help. So go to the GoFundMe and uh, help out Skyler. On a more positive note, how are your boys doing? For Evan is a freshman at Missoula Hellgate, and uh, he's having a great year so far. He, he is having a great year, all Hellgate. Um, my other son, Oliver, is loving all the snow. Love it, yeah. Playing a lot of piano, and yesterday, Mom Fail realized he was wearing shoes with holes in them, and they were too <laughs> small. So that's just great right there. So, <laughs> Well, I mean, your kids are growing so much that it probably only the shoes probably only last about I, three months anyway, right? I have right? one that wears a size 15, oh my Evan, goodness. and I have another one that wears 11 and a half. So yes, <laughs> their feet are officially bigger than mine. <laughs> I love it. Well, I'm, I'm glad that they're doing well. On another Hellgate note, Connor Dick is one of the great players here in the state of Montana and certainly here in the city of Missoula. He'll be our guest on our Garden City Spotlight for the week uh, coming up tomorrow. Talk to Connor today. Uh, he's a Missoula Hellgate senior, one of the best players in the state of Montana. But I know you know his uh, his folks pretty well. You coached with Ryan for a little while, I right? did, and Ryan and I go way back because totally. he played for the Grizz when I played. Because he's about the same age as you, he right? Is, yep. Yes, Missoula Hellgate grad, just a couple years older than me. So, um, yes, I, long history with their family. They're my neighbors. Coached with Ryan, loved coaching with Ryan, and we just had a great time coaching the Missoula Raptors. Um, but just a good family, and Connor, that's awesome that you're having him on because yeah. he's such a role model for so many of these young kids at Hellgate. He's been good to, especially to my son, um, his future is just so bright with whatever he chooses to pursue. Yeah, he's a great athlete. He's an outstanding football player, outstanding basketball player. So we'll see uh, where his path leads him. But right now, his, he's fully concentrated on uh, helping the Knights chase uh, another state title. But the West this year stacked. And we got some great games coming up. Talking about making the turn. Now everybody in Western AA is going to play each other. And this week, Hellgate's got Helena Capital on the road at Helena High in Missoula. Those are two of the best teams in the state. Capital, the defending state champs. And Illinois High, uh, they've gotten bounced twice in the last week uh, after being the last undefeated team in the West. So uh, the West is very, very tough. Also a cool moment for the Dicks. 
uh, because Lauren Dick got in the game on Saturday. She's a, a freshman there for the Lady Grizz. Uh, it was cool, though, when she made the shot. I mean, watching. It was a great play. It was a great play. It was a great shot. And just watching her, you know, uh, in high school, she's always so bubbly and enthusiastic. Her smile, she has such a great smile. And it was cool watching her hit that shot. I mean, th- this is why college sports is great. You know, you got the walkout who hits the baseline jumper. The bench, I mean, you would have thought they won the the WNBA championship. I mean, they were going crazy. They loved it. And, it, you know, the game was already well decided, but it was awesome to see just how much enthusiasm there was for that shot. It speaks volumes for Lauren. And also her game has just elevated. Getting totally. her in a college setting where she's around Division One athletes, her play has just been great. I've watched her at practice. She is completely in the mix and flourishing. You got to love it. Uh, Nuance Now, ESPN Radio, Around the Big Sky and Women's Hoops, Krista Redpath in studio. Uh, with me, Coulter Duanas. All right, let's take a look at the scores from last week. Uh, last Thursday, Montana State overcame a wretched second quarter shooting the basketball. I think they only made one field goal in 13 attempts, but then they turned the corner, got the ball in the honey hole against Portland State's zone. Cola Badbear had her way, and uh, they pull away from Portland State 64-52. Idaho got back on the winning side of things. They beat Weber State 66-52. Eastern Washington stretched their winning streak to five games with a 71-58 win over Idaho State. And then here in Missoula, Montana had, in my opinion at least, and when I have been sitting there watching them, like it, it, when I have been courtside, I thought they had their best effort of the season, their most complete effort of the season, in an 81-77 win over Sac State. We'll come back to that one here in just a minute. Then this last Saturday, we mentioned uh, the uh, the runaway by the Lady Grizz, 88-56 over a much-improved Portland State game. But uh, the Lady Grizz took that momentum from a good performance on Thursday and carried it into Saturday. We'll come back to that in a minute. Montana State, they were getting absolutely drilled by Sac State, and they looked like they had no energy whatsoever. They're down 19-2, but then like champions do, they continue to fight, they continue to fight, and then they clamp it down the last 10 minutes of that game. They dominate the fourth quarter, and they rally from down by as many as 14 points in the second half for a 61-60 win over Sac State. We talked with Trisha Binford about that, so that's coming up here in uh, just a little while. Uh, in the uh, the Battle for the King Spud, as they call it. I'm not sure if the ladies play for the same uh, silly trophy, but... Battle <laughs> I, of the Dome. Yeah, Battle of the Dome. Idaho, Idaho State. Uh, the Vandals get a victory, uh, 68-61 over Idaho State. So that's uh, a sweep for the weekend for the Idaho Vandals. Uh, so things looking up for John Newley's squad. And then Idaho State, they've fallen on some tough times. They've lost six in a row. Their first six-game losing streak overall since 2015. Their first six-game losing streak in conference since 2010. So sort of uncharted territory. Eastern had their winning streak snapped by Weber State snapping their losing streak. So the Wildcats get on the board. Their first conference victory, they snap a 12-game skid with a 68-65 win uh, over Eastern Washington. And then NAU, in their lone game of the weekend, they pull out a 62-59 win uh, over Northern Colorado. Tease for tomorrow, Lori Payne, the head coach of Northern Arizona and a Haver, Montana native. She'll join us uh, here on Nuanas. Now, before we get to some of the standings here at the midpoint, anything from last week's results really uh, surprise you or stand out to you? Well, I think there were some big questions around the big sky about Sac State having to come up here and face the Montana schools, and they were alone at the top, and now the tables have turned. Both Montana schools sweep Sac, and Montana State is in the driver's seat as we make the turn. So I think there were a lot of questions surrounding that. There were questions about how Montana was going to be able to bounce back if they were from losing to the Cats, having that loss against Eastern Washington, just some losses at home. And so I think 
there were some definite statements made around the conference this last week, Coulter. I, I was surprised. Sac State, it was fun seeing them in person. Because uh, first of all, uh, Kalasia Dean is the real deal. She is an excellent player. She is a absolute handful. She's not very big, but she's explosive. She's aggressive. She is really tough. She's certainly fearless. I mean, not scared of anybody. Um, but also I was struck watching Sac State with how little rotation that they have. I mean, they played their starters, and then in Missoula, they played two off the bench, and then Saturday in Bozeman, they only played six. It was a little bit interesting to just watch that. I I know that they want to play a different sort of pace than maybe they played, especially in Missoula on Thursday, but um, certainly Mark Campbell very uh, reconciled with uh, playing his starters and and rolling with with the, the horses. And I will tell you what else I was surprised about. I probably would have thrown it into Isnel Natabo more than what they did. She only got four shots. Now, you could turn that around and say that Montana really had some great defensive pressure on her. But at 6'5", she's a force. There is no one that's going to stop her yeah. when she gets the ball in a position that is up high and close to the basket. Uh, she's she's not just 6'5". She's incredibly strong. I mean, she she is a, a specimen, to be sure. A very impressive athlete uh, is Nell Natabo at Sac State. So here's a look at your standings uh, around the big sky in women's hoops, uh, presented by Ryan Holloway and Miller. Uh, your standings uh, for around the big sky uh, in the, at the uh, midpoint. Montana State out in front of everybody. They're a game and a half up uh, at eight and two. Sac State and Northern Arizona are tied for second at six and three. Eastern Washington and Montana uh, sit there at six and four. Portland State is four and five. Idaho four and six. Northern Colorado and Idaho State three and six. And then Weber uh, one and eight. So uh, I think that the fact that you have uh, the Idaho schools sort of on the the bottom half of that list, at, but it is not only a testament to the depth of the leagues. I think both those teams are still pretty good. But also, I think, sort of a testament to the rise of some of the other squads like Eastern Washington and Portland State. Well, they've had multiple offensive weapons. They've been able to get it done. I'm really impressed with Esmeralda Morales. I'm getting a chance to watch her play. I think that there there are some things that she does on the court to differentiate herself. And I know that Eastern just has multiple weapons, and they are in the mix this year. I mean, pick sixth and eighth overall. And when I look at their roster and I look at the just the depth that they have individually and then you put them together collectively and they can really make a statement. Around the Big Sky Women's Hoops is presented by Ryan Holloway and Miller. Ryan Holloway and Miller, a law firm specializing in personal injury and criminal defense. Their firm proudly handles automobile accidents, medical malpractice claims, wrongful death claims, DUIs, and criminal charges. Paul, I noticed on your website close to 100 organizations that you support in the Missoula community. Can you elaborate why this is such an emphasis for your firm? Well, I think it goes back to probably when I was a kid growing up in Missoula and participating in Little League and Little Grizzly football and in a variety of sports um, through high school and then into college. And I know how difficult it is for organizations that are short on money um, and kids. We used to have to sell candy to for baseball, for example, for Little League and a variety of different things. And it means a lot to me. Um, my parents were both teachers. Uh, we didn't have a lot of resources. And so I know every penny was important as far as our family. And so anything that we can do to help, for example, those kind of organizations, kids programs I love, um, especially, but a a variety of other things, um, because I know how much um, it means to these programs. If one person gives and then other people give as well, it, it helps them tremendously and most importantly helps the people they're trying to help. Paul Ryan from Ryan Holloway and Miller. Appreciate Paul. 
for swinging by, and uh, we'll give you some more insight into what the folks over at that law firm uh, can do for you. A couple of the main storylines as we're sitting here at the midpoint of Big Sky Conference play in women's hoops. First and foremost, uh, it's funny because out the gates, we were sitting there thinking, okay, Montana State maybe, uh, how do you say? The hardest thing in basketball, other than winning a championship, is repeating as champions because you're going to get everybody's best shot. And uh, we've seen it over and over at all levels of basketball. And so then you're wondering, okay, uh, maybe Montana State, uh, a little slow start to, to Big Sky Conference play. They they won one, dropped one, won one, dropped one. Well, since then, they've won six in a row. Now they are alone uh, top the Big Sky standings. And I think that uh, all things point up for Trisha Binford's squad because uh, not only are they in first place all alone, um, other than maybe their effort in Missoula and, and maybe, I mean, they've had moments in games where they've played really well. They haven't had a lot of completely dominant efforts. I think that's actually a really good thing for them because it shows you how much is left out in front to improve. Well, she's made some starting lineup changes and, and moved some players around to look for that spark initially. And I think that they found that with what they have. I mean, Cola Badbear had a couple of really nice games. She did. She had 17 points and six rebounds both games this last weekend. Exactly the same And, and dominated the second half in both games as well. She did. And so she gives them such a nice look inside, and that's great to see because it's good to see more dimension out of them and really accessing the inside play. We know they can penetrate. They can take it to the elbow. They can look to kick. Darian White can get to the rim. We know this, but it's nice to see um, Cola Badbear coming out strong. She's been playing really good minutes, too. 30 minutes both games, so that's really nice to see. Taylor Jansen's given them a good lift off the bench. She had a good one against Portland State, another great one against Sac State, but really spread. They are completely spread on the offensive end. And Coach Binford, she has talked about this a lot, just in terms of wanting to, first of all, have a whole bunch of options to go to, uh, but also just using her depth so that uh, Montana has a, a bunch of gas left in the tank uh, down the stretch. We'll hear from Coach Benford here coming up in about 20 minutes. Uh, the other thing, though, is we talked so much last year about the first-year head coaches. Now all those first-year head coaches, five of them, half of the league to be exact, are second-year head coaches. And I think that we've seen um, interesting and market improvements across the board. And I think that's one of the things that sort of has the league standing so tight right now is – Eastern Washington's much improved. Portland State's much improved. Um, Sac State has a, one of the best players in the league who wasn't in the league last year in Collegia Dean. Uh, the Lady Grizz were up and down, but I think they really turned a corner. We'll get to that here in just a minute. And uh, Northern Colorado, sporting nine freshmen, they continue to get better. I, I do think that you look at the league and how much change we had with these coaches and we look at different styles you have a coach mark campbell who looks for those impact players right away we've discussed this on the air where brian holsinger is looking to develop and that is getting these freshmen out there and um, developing around them for the years to come for the Lady Grizz. But yeah, you have to give a credit to these coaches for finding their way um, because we do see this veteran coach uh, balance in the big sky where we have the Idaho's, Coach Soboleski and Coach Newley, obviously right up there with Coach Benford, um, year 15 for both of those two and Coach Benford at year 18. But other than Lori Payne in her fifth year and Valeda Harris in her fifth year, 
excuse me, Lori in her sixth now. Wow. That's wow. crazy. Yeah. Um, I misspoke on that one, but just to look at that, that is going to shift and there are going to be teams that are coming on. You're going to see recruits that these coaches have under their style and they're going to start showing results. Northern Arizona was really good early and they came to Montana and swept the Montana road trip, which is a challenge no matter what the status is of the Montana schools, but both Montana schools good this year uh, in big sky hoops. And uh, so you're thinking, okay, maybe Northern Arizona's in the driver's seat, uh, but then they've, they've also, I mean, they lost at home to Portland State. They had back-to-back overtime games this last uh, week or so. They, they, they only had the single game week last week, but they lost in overtime to Eastern Washington and then won in overtime against Northern Colorado. You could tell they probably worked on defense during the weeks. So they gave up 96 against Eastern and just uh, 59 against Northern Colorado, but this is a huge weekend for NAU this weekend with the Montana schools coming to town. So where are we at uh, with NAU? Because I think they've shown flashes they could certainly be a Big Sky champion caliber team. Well, I think the play of Montana Ultrage, who we've talked about so much on the show, Idaho State transfer, Big Sky player of the week this last week. First time in two years that NAU has had that honor. Um, that's pretty crazy. I actually had to message Coach Payne over it, and she said, I thought they started to forget about Flagstaff <laughs> um, in the Big Sky office. But Montana Ultrage's play has just been consistent. It's been solid on both ends of the floor. We know that they have a great floor general in Regan Skank. We know that there's other weapons, but to watch Montana come on and really lead this team, to me, she's one of the premier players in the league. It's, uh, it's interesting, too, that... Like you say, they hadn't had a player of the week because Regan Sink has put up such unbelievable stat lines. You think, I mean, she's a triple double weight. I have to no happen. idea. I I look at that and it just has made me ponder. Like, what? How do they? <laughs> how do they exactly decide that? Or could you come up with a co in sure, right. those weeks? Well, I mean, sometimes it's just so. Uh, sometimes there's just such unbelievable performances. I mean, this last weekend, coming out of the weekend on the men's side, I thought it was absolutely going to be Raekwon Battle because he went nuts against Sac State, scored 32 points, a career high, one of the highest point totals in the league so far this year. But then Angelo Allegri from from uh, Eastern Washington gets the men's weekly award because he went 28-28. So he had two huge games. Sometimes it's just it's just uh I mean Kalasia Dean's won it four times. So I'm right. looking at it right here going, right. I mean and her her numbers are hard. I mean she's quiet with her points too. What, For 28 sure. and 24 against the Montana schools and you didn't even feel like she made an impact. Well it's such a high usage player. I mean she has the ball in her hands uh, so often, and uh, she's certainly a dynamic scorer. Uh, the other big storyline around the league is uh, that Beyonce B, despite Idaho's up and downs, uh, continues to play like an MVP-type player. She's putting up unbelievable numbers. Uh, her and Kalaja Dean are both sort of nationally recognized in their statistics that they're putting up. I think there's only three players in the country that are averaging more than 21 points and more than four and a half assists. Kalaja Dean's one of those. And I think there's only nine players in the country that are averaging more than 21 points and eight and a half rebounds, and Beyonce B is one of those. And Idaho may be on the upswing after a couple big wins this last weekend. Well, they were big wins on the road against Weber and at Idaho State. And again, the play of Beyonce B, we know she's a phenomenal player. She controls the tempo of the game. Uh, she's one of those players that can rebound the ball and, and lead the break, which I find to be unique. You don't see too many six-footers that can do that. Um, but I think where Idaho struggled, too, is just trying to build around her. Sure. And they just haven't found that consistency. Although, two wins in a row, that's great for Coach Newley, and anything can happen as we make the conference turn. Around the Big Sky Women's Hoops, presented by Ryan Holloway and Miller. At Ryan Holloway and Miller, they have over 42 years of experience. They approach every case like it's going to trial from day one. This ensures they are always prepared and ready to press forward. The best way to reach them is by phone, 406 542 
888-382-2233. They're available 24-7 on the phone. They also have an answering service, so you'll always have a live person to talk to, Ryan Holloway and Miller, your Montana attorneys. Um, Last couple of things here before we take a break. Trisha Binford coming up here in about 12 minutes uh, on Nuanas now. Um, anybody that you can point to that's been really a surprise or a breakout player in the league so far? Well, we talked about Montana. I knew, I had a feeling she was going to break out because yeah. we watched her at Idaho State. So that's one player we've covered. But there's two Montana players that I think have really elevated, and that's Matt Koning and Danny Barsh. Yes. And the two have Both ins- Grizz. Two of them inserted in the starting lineup have brought um, energy right out of the shoot. Danny Barsh, leading rebounder for the Lady Grizz. Yeah. But just let her fly. Let her go. Because that kid can really play, and she's so athletic. I feel like she can jump out of the gym. And so it's just been really good, and she really found her mid-range jumper against Portland State. I, could actually, I couldn't believe <laughs> that they gave her that shot over and over. I mean, when she turned around, when she hit the turnaround for like the fourth time, I looked at Andrew, I was like, that's like an 80% shot. I can't believe that they're giving her, that's her favorite shot. It was amazing they were giving it to her, but it's, it's cool to see a Helena product finding her role. It is, but I know that 2-3 zone so well that Chelsea Gregg runs, and you have to make decisions. You have to sure. figure out who you're going to stop, and Montana, yeah. with so many offensive weapons, it was hard to figure out who to guard. But I want to talk a little bit about Matt Koning. Um, she has just come on the scene and I mean, our Milton, Ontario product here in Montana, but she comes from a really great basketball family. Her sister Ace played collegiately at North Carolina state and was MVP of the 2020 ACC tournament as a senior. She was a four-star ESPN recruit, a really big land for coach Brian Holsinger. And she reminds me so much of Sherry Brooks. I don't know if you remember that I style do remember of play, Sherry but Brooks. she absolutely reminds me of Sherry Brooks McWilliams, who I played with, and just her tenacity out there, and just she just goes for it. Totally. And that's really, it's fun to see. So well, she's, she's an impact player. When Krista and I were sitting courtside at the Lady Grizz season opener against North Dakota State, I was like, oh, which one's the, the, the Washington girl, the, the four-star recruit from Washington, Libby Stump? And uh, Chris pointed her out, okay. And and Libby Stump has, has been great. And uh, she she has totally fulfilled expectations. She's averaging almost 11 points per game as a true freshman. But you were like, hey, I like the I Mac. like the one from Canada. I do. And uh, and she was good early, and then you could tell she really was going through th- some growing pains. And it, as to be expected with a freshman point guard. But a- as Andrew Houghton was saying, it, it's actually st- it was actually stunning to watch because she went from. Um, being somebody that you had to give spot minutes at best to, so that all of a sudden she just turned the page and she literally got better at every single possible part of her game. And she went from a freshman that was up and down to, I mean, she, truly, she looked like one of the best players on the court this last weekend. It was amazing to watch. It really was. I mean, she's scoring offensively, but she's also making players around her better. I Absolutely. Mean, six assists, um, three assists. I mean, she's just, she's getting out there and really impacting the game. I will say that. I also just love that she's got a little sass to her she when does. she's out there. Um, it's a little bit of spunk. And we talked about Montana and that missing identity. And we know that Sammy Fatkin and Gina Markson are just proven players. We know that they can play. But at times, they have hesitancy, Coulter. And I think that they play better with Mac in the game because all three of them seem to be more aggressive together. The talk coming out of the Lady Grizz sweep this last weekend, aside from the 88 points they hung on Portland State on Saturday, was how cool the jerseys were that they wore. It was the N7 game, uh, and we'll have another one of these coming up uh, on the men's side on Saturday as well. If you haven't seen them, go look it up on the internet. The turquoise jerseys looked absolutely fresh. They were awesome uh, to see, and, and the N7 program 
It's a Nike initiative, and it's led by Fort Peck native Sam McCracken. He got honored at halftime. It was cool to see just the pride he had in, in uh, you know, being on the court and getting the ovation and all that, and it was very cool. And uh, the logo designed by UM alum Benji Headswift, who's a member of the Northern Cheyenne tribe. But uh, the N7, uh, an initiative to um, sort of raise awareness and also just honor the traditions of, of indigenous peoples, not only in Montana, but around the country. But uh, those jerseys were pretty slick. They really were. And I got a chance to meet Sam and he just perked right up when I told him I was from Great Falls. So I love that <laughs> connection, but obviously he's from Fort Peck, Montana, but just need to see Malia Kip, Tam Gardapi, Sim Schilt, um, and Corey Viegas. Um, it was just really great to see these players and they honor the game and they really brought an element to Dahlberg. And it was just neat to see them all get honored. And the N7, just to a fantastic opportunity for the university to showcase indigenous and the importance of Native American Native American basketball. Some of the, some of the uh, fan favorites ever at Dahlberg Arena. Some of the the uh, all time great Lady Grizz Native American basketball players. So very fun. We'll talk about more on that in a little bit because Megan Harrington, one of our great friends, she has another documentary coming out. So we'll talk about that uh, here in a little while. More on around the Big Sky Women's Hoops. Trisha Binford. Megan Harrington's new documentary and the most surprising team so far in the Big Sky Conference. That's next. Keep it right here. Nuanas Now, ESPN Radio. College Athletics is a fundamental part of the fabric of our communities in Montana, and it's the stories of these young men and women that drive our passion at Skyline Sports. Coulter Nuanas here. In 2015, my brother Brooks and I founded SkylineSportsMT.com. As a lifelong athlete, Brooks has an elite knowledge of football with a deep perspective with his time spent playing safety for the Montana Grizz football team, while I won a collection of sports writing awards, including 2010 Washington Sports Writer of the Year during my time in newspapers. Together, we can offer you the best sports journalism in the state with crisp writing, unbiased reporting, cutting edge photography, and a grassroots feel that belies the corporate takeover of modern media this day and age. As Montana natives, we have a deep historical knowledge of the fiercest rivalry in the West. We share a combined 22 years experience involved in the Big Sky Conference. That experience gives us unparalleled knowledge of Montana, Montana State, and Big Sky Conference athletics. If you'd like to experience this with us, visit SkylineSportsMT.com and subscribe for only $8 a month or $90 a year. SkylineSportsMT.com. Every day, every season. One of my favorite new songs, the guys over the trail, 103.3 Montana School Alley Rock showed it to me. It's called Chapstick by the band Coin. Cool band if you want to check them out. Welcome back around the Big Sky and Women's Hoops with Krista Redpath. Our featured segment here uh, on Nuan is now. You're listening to ESPN Radio. Maybe you're watching SWX Montana Television or uh, streaming on the ESPN MT app. Montana State uh, head women's basketball coach Trisha Binford coming up. Uh, here in just a couple minutes. But a couple more notes uh, now that we are to the sort of midpoint of Big Sky Conference play. I asked you about the surprising breakout players in the league. How about the most surprising team so far this year in the Big Sky Conference of Women's Hoops? Well, I think that it's changed throughout the league. But this last week, I think Montana, honestly, I really do. I think that they had so many questions with dropping three losses at home. NAU at home, Montana State, Eastern Washington. And then they just come out. And they just play incredible on Thursday. I was at the gym this morning and visiting with lots of Lady Grizz fans that love to come up and talk to me while I'm working out. Um, And it it was the common theme of, wow, Krista, Thursday was just, it was electric in Dahlberg Arena. And it was so much fun to watch them. Um, And I, I think that some changes that happened on the roster 
and possibly just some connections that came together. But synergistically, I look at Gina Markson and Sammy Fatkin with their defensive plays when it counted for the Lady Grizz, it was just incredible to see. We've known that individually they have great players. We've talked about this culture, but how do they put them together? And I think they just have been a surprising team and they could really make some waves and do damage in the Big Sky Conference. I mean, if you if you want to play a defensive style, which Brian Holsinger does, you got to have def- defensively disruptive players. Their most defensively oriented player is Danny Barr. So putting her in the lineup is great. We have been sort of perplexed by how they were using her. I thought the way they used her this last weekend was was exceptional. And I think that's why she had one of the best weekends of her career uh, as a Lady Grizz. I also think, though, when you can uh, see a young point guard emerge, as we were talking last segment, like Matt Koning, I mean, if she really is going to be one of the better point guards in the league, that's a huge boost for uh, for Montana. I think the inconsistency for Montana and the struggle has been Carmen G. Feller's foul trouble, and that really plagued them against Sac State. And I think a lot of Lady Riz fans went, oh, great, Carmen's not in the game. Sure. And it does change the game. But if you have other players like Danny Barsh and Akili Burton-Oliver that are able to step in and give you solid minutes down low, that doesn't put you on a spotlight as much when Carmen does have um, you know, the foul trouble problem. Montana State has won six games in a row. And this last weekend, they turned to one of their seniors. And uh, Cole Badbear, she was playing a, a little bit of a minute limit early in the year. But she, she's upped her minutes by about 10 per game. She's playing about 30 minutes per game now. And more than anything, though, it's funny because in this world of transfer portal and this person's going here and that person's going there, sometimes just having a senior who doesn't want it to end is the best thing you can have. And to me, that's exactly what I see when I watch her play. I mean, she shook it off, uh, the the tough start against Portland State, and then she dominated that game in the second half, and it was the same thing against Sac State, including the game-winning bucket. I know it came with two and a half minutes left. They need a bunch of stops after that. But, I mean, Isnell Natabo has, has, what, seven or eight inches on Cola Badbear? So uh, that battle in the post was... They shut uh, her down. She had five points. Uh, and, and Badbear was the catalyst behind all that. Badbear was the catalyst when they shut down Carmen G. Feller in Missoula as well, so she's doing it on both ends. Pretty cool. Uh, we talk about the, the Native American heritage in, uh, in women's basketball in the state of Montana. She is a proud representative of the Crow Nation and somebody from Billings, Montana, who's uh, playing some of her best basketball right now. So when you ask me what team has surprised you the most, it was Montana. What team has not surprised you the most with a six-game win streak? That would be Montana State. I would have expected them to have these win streaks uh, with the depth that they have and and the play, the elevated play of Cola Bad Bear the consistent play of Darian White, and then you add in other offensive weapons, they're just tough to beat. Around the Big Sky and Women's Hoops, presented by Ryan Holloway and Miller. Around the Big Sky and Women's Hoops continues. Krista Redpath in studio with me, Coulter Nuanez, and we're joined now by Trisha Binford, the head coach of the Montana State women's basketball team. Her squad coming off of another home sweep. And, Coach, I want to ask you just broadly about this because I watched both your games over the weekend, wins over Portland State and Sac State, and you had a couple quarters in which you didn't shoot the ball well at all, but it seems like your team has found a variety of ways to win and keep fighting. So just talk to us about that element. I mean, in the second half against Portland State, you really found some flow, found of movement and uh, pulled away in that one. And then against Sac State, a hungry team comes to town. They're up 19-2, to but you guys end up pulling out a one-point victory. So what can you just say about the fight of your team? 
Yeah, um, some some great resolve there in grit for sure. We uh, we had a little bit of illness and bug going through the team, so we had some different lineups that we were working through. Not to give us an excuse on some of the kind of up and downs, but to find a way to spike some of that going on, uh, just as the character of the depth of the of the team. I would tell you we've had different kids every night. I think that's one of the benefits of playing a bench of ten kids on a regular basis. That when you have some of these situations where we had some kids unavailable on Thursday, we could kind of uh, change the rotation, but it felt still still comfortable for us. Um, but our defense just kind of kept us in it in certain stretches, and we're finding ways to do a better job on glass, kind of get some possessions back in our favor to give ourselves a fighting chance. Um, but I certainly would not draw that up as a recipe to get down 19-2, to two, but uh, just really proud that they found a way because that has been something in the past that we have experienced with some slow starts, and this was kind of the first time that we've been able to overcome such a slow start. It also seems like you guys just have the mentality of, of being able to rise up uh, when the moment uh, presents itself, right? And, and I mean, that to me is the mark of a champion. And I know you guys are still chasing another championship, but it seems like you have a lot of winners within your program. So, I mean, how much of, of that is mental? Just been able to you know shake off maybe when you don't play that well and still find ways to win? Because you guys have done that multiple times this year. Well, it's definitely uh, an area that we've improved. We spent a lot of time just on the mental aspect at the beginning of the year where we did have some roller coaster situations, even the opening weekend, um, having a really tough loss at Idaho. And, um, you know, we've talked previously about, you know, things that uh, Dr. Scott and Morton has had our kids working on and just kind of like when you have a little bit of that bullseye, how you're handling that from the mental and physical preparation and that approach. And I feel like the kids have really... uh, Uh, They've kind of dove in um, full throttle as far as what that looks like to um, kind of have an out team approach as a group and to play for each other and what that looks like regardless of a statistic. And so I feel like there are some steps that we're making that are much better in that area. Our huddles are a lot more poised. Um, Our responses have a lot more composure to them. But it also does take a lot of experience in some of those situations. You know, we've got the benefit of kids that in end-of-game situations have been in those moments and they have have uh, risen, but there's a lot of trust in their teammates in those situations for them. And I think that builds a lot of confidence, but we certainly know that uh, there's a half a season left, so there's still a lot of work to do. Sac State really capitalized on a lot of our errors in that first quarter. We were very inconsistent at best, um, but I think those things are, are lessons that you can continue to take to make sure that you're getting better the next day in practice. Around the Big Sky and Women's Hoops this week, presented by Ryan Holloway and Miller, your Montana attorneys. Trisha Benford, Montana State head women's basketball coach, joining us here on ESPN Radio. Uh, last question about uh, this last weekend, Coach. What did you think of Sac State? I watched them live on Thursday in Missoula and then also uh, watched your guys' game very intently on Saturday on the stream. And uh, they got some really talented players. So what have you thought of just the way uh, Mark Campbell's yeah. got that going a little bit here in his second season? <laughs> Well, and even, I know this is not answering your question, but even backing up to, to uh, Chelsea on uh, oh, for Thursday, sure. Portland State is much improved, and they're leading the conference in forced turnovers. Their zone is a lot more aggressive than what it was last year, and so I just think the league as a whole is really um, getting better, and so I think that's a credit to all the coaches. But like you said, Mark Campbell has some really talented players. Um, obviously, their inside presence is a handful to deal with, especially on the 
the rebounding count with a team that leads the the conference in rebounding margin. So that was something we really had circled there because they just do such a great job of uh, controlling the glass with that size. But then you insert the dynamic point guard feature um, that was getting a lot of our attention early. We just didn't defend the other areas early where they were just lighting us up from three everywhere in the beginning of that game. And so we tried to kind of control the three-point line a little bit better as we got going. Uh, but like you said, they've got a really talented group. Um, we really were trying to focus on just trying to tri- chip away once uh, we had the deficit of really um, taking the third quarter to heart. Um, that's been an area where we've been kind of either really bad or really good. And if we're going to take advantage of the depth that we have, that's where that third quarter really has to have a punch for us. And I thought our third quarter was able to start doing that for us down the stretch. Last couple of things for you then. You mentioned now you're into sort of the second half. I know you guys played... 10 games in the quote-unquote first half, so just eight games left, but still now the second time around of, of seeing everybody uh, besides Idaho. I guess you guys have gotten Idaho out of the way uh, for the two matchups with the Vandals. So how would you just sort of evaluate uh, your team standing right now alone in first place in the Big Sky Conference? What have you liked about the first half? What do you want to see improve in the second half? What I like is that we're moving up in our rebounding margin. I'm like after the opening weekend and even in the preseason, that was an area that was an eyesore for all of us. Um, we really had to kind of dig down as far as what are we going to do differently? How am I going to prep them differently? How are we going to address that in our drills? And I've seen us gradually um, improving in that category. Uh, But I'll tell you, I don't sleep well on every opponent or any game because um, I know every single opponent is going to be the grind and you have to be ready to go. And so we've got to be locked in. We've got to be super focused. I think uh, it's anybody's ball game right now. Every single night you're seeing some scores that uh, uh, maybe were unpredictable and I think that's a credit to all the teams in this conference right now. But we just got to really have this short-term development and growth right now about us to get better in some areas so we're not getting exposed in some of those um, mistakes. We don't want to make some teams earn a few more of those things because that's what it's going to really come down to uh, of who's going to be the sharpest on that 40-minute game. So I'm excited about the league. I'm excited about the conference. I think every game's uh, or every night's going to be super interesting. Uh, but we've got we've got to do our work and we've got to do our part. And um, this is one of my favorite months coming up. February is is where you either love to be in the gym or you're getting burned out. And if you want to you want to dance, you want to do some things really exciting. It's got to be a time of the year where you're super excited to be around those people. And, and we are certainly having a lot of fun with these kids right now. Trisha Benford, Montana State head women's basketball coach here on Around the Big Sky Women's Hoops on Nuanas Now. Trish, thanks so much for the time, and uh, we'll catch up with you soon. But best of luck on the road trip this weekend. Sounds great. Thanks, Coulter. You either love being in the gym or you get burned out by it. I think that is one of the most underrated and defining factors of this time of year in college hoops. Around the Big Sky in uh, women's hoops presented by Ryan Holloway and Miller. Nate Holloway was in studio earlier this week. Around the Big Sky Women's Hoops this week, presented by Ryan Holloway and Miller. Ryan Holloway and Miller, your Montana attorneys. We're here now with Nate Holloway. What keeps you going when it comes to practicing law? Naturally, criminal defense is a pretty engaging practice. Every case is unique. There's always something new. It's not like other areas of law. You're in court all the time. New people are coming in the office every week. You just sort of push forward. But I genuinely think that keeps itself interesting for me. Some of it's routine, but... Ultimately, there's always something new, adds something to keep me going. Always interesting. At Ryan Holloway and Miller, they have over 42 years of experience. They approach every case like it's going to trial from day one. This ensures they are always prepared and ready to press forward on their cases to get their clients the justice they deserve. 
You can always reach them 24-7 by phone, 406-542-2233. Call anytime, 24-7. Ryan Holloway and Miller, your Montana attorneys. How about some free wings? Every 11 minutes, although uh, I already missed a couple, so we got to get caught up. So we're going to give you uh, three more chances this hour and then four more chances next hour as well. Call right now, 406-888-1029. It's our 11th anniversary here at ESPN Radio. So we got 11 wings from the Desperado Sports Tavern and Grill every 11 minutes every Wednesday of the month of February. Caller number one, 406-888-1029. We'll preview this weekend's games in Big Sky Conference women's basketball. Right after this, keep it right here. Nuana's now, ESPN Radio. Bobcat fans, support both your favorite team and Montana State students. When you shop at the student and faculty-owned MSU Bookstore, your purchase lowers the price of course materials for Montana State students. Montana State is in the midst of a historic year, and the MSU Bookstore has everything you need, from jerseys to garments, t-shirts to sweatshirts. You can also find the vast selection of Bobcat gear online by visiting msubookstore.org. Help students excel and look your best in blue and gold. The MSU Bookstore is your Bobcat gear headquarters. ESPN Radio. Let's get caught up. Free wings. 11 wings every 11 minutes here on Nuanas Now. Call right now. 406-888-1029. Thanks to the Desperado Sports Tavern and Grill. Best wings in Missoula. We, uh, we're giving you 11 wings every 11 minutes, but we uh, we missed a couple already here in this first hour, so let's get caught up. 406-888-1029. Call number one. We got them for you. We'll have more for you before the end of the first hour here, and then we'll have a whole bunch more opportunities in the second hour as well. Call right now. 406-888-1029. Welcome back around the Big Sky Women's Hoops here on Nuanas Now. This week it's presented by Ryan Holloway and Miller, but all season long, our Big Sky in Boise Ticket and Hotel Giveaway is also sponsored by Ryan Holloway and Miller, your Montana attorneys. Keep those texts coming in. I just gave you the number one more time, 888-1029, or you can DM us on uh, Twitter or Facebook or whatever. Any way you want to get a hold of us, please do. And you can join all 10 Big Sky Conference women's basketball teams March 4th through the 8th in Boise, Idaho, for the Big Sky Conference championships, including two tickets and a hotel We'll announce the winner one week before the tournament. So you got about a month exactly to get your uh, entries in. Also, make sure to uh, check out Ryan Holloway and Miller for all of your legal needs. You get award-winning representation for your case. Hire, hire the personal injury and criminal defense experts at Ryan Holloway and Miller. Visit rhmattorneys.com. This week's games uh, in Big Sky Conference women's basketball. Montana State's at Northern Arizona and Flagstaff Thursday. Lady Grizz are at Northern Colorado. Portland State is at Idaho. Sac State is at Eastern Washington, which is, uh, who would have thought, but in preseason that that would be a huge game, but that is absolutely a huge game. Those two teams are tied at 6-3 and three, uh, in second place in the Big Sky standings. Then on Saturday, Idaho State at Weber State. Montana is at NAU. MSU is at Northern Colorado. Portland State at Eastern Washington. Sac State is at Idaho. So uh, for the Montana schools, this is a tough road trip. This is one of the tougher trips in the league. It's funny because... Uh, everybody in the league used to complain about the Southern Utah NAU trip. It's a lot harder now that you got to go to Colorado instead. Well, because Greeley and Flagstaff, you can't fly directly into. That's right. So you've got to drive to Denver, fly in and out of there. You've got to um, fly in and out of the main airports of Phoenix and Denver. So you still right. have quite a bit of travel. And the way weather goes, it's just I, I know that 
sometimes flights are delayed and it's just kind of crazy. So you just have to be able to rebound pretty quickly. The uh, Bobcats take momentum from this last weekend. They're in first place. Uh, it's a big one in Flagstaff, though, because NAU, I mean, they scored at will against Montana State and Bozeman. They scored 85 points, and that was sort of their signature win so far this year, uh, NAU's. And so I think this will prove a weekend for the Lumberjacks, uh, but also a pivotal one for Montana State, and it starts Thursday in Flag. Well, I definitely think so. These are two very up-tempo teams that play similar styles. They like to put points on the board. I think that... Coach Binford keeps it in the back of her head, those teams that have contributed to their record of 8-2. and two. Totally. And NAU is definitely one of them. She was not pleased after that game. Um, so I think there's lots to prove. I do think it's a tough road road trip to make, um, but definitely an important one. And then the, the matchup between NAU and Montana looming on Saturday, but you can't overlook Northern Colorado. And uh, the Lady Grizz looked good when they played UNC last time. UNC has much improved since then, though. Uh, so, more than anything, faceless opponent for the Lady Grizz. They got to carry the momentum of this last weekend. They turned the corner big time, but they got to make sure that that's a sustainable turning of the corner, right? Definitely. I mean, when they beat Northern Colorado the first time around in Missoula, that was a really big statement win for them. And yeah. it, they, they showed a lot of poise. Um, it's a, it was a bounce-back win for them. Um, but you look at Northern Colorado and their growth, I mean, all surrounding Hannah Simmental. She's just a great point guard, um, a catalyst for that team. And so I think you just have to look at their up-and-down record and know that they've taken a lot of teams to task in the conference. I mean, they had a nice win against Idaho, a nice win against Portland State, and early against Weber State. So they have some wins. You can't overlook them. I would put the uh, over-under uh, on the uh, Sac State Eastern Washington game, somewhere probably around 175. It's going to be a high-scoring one, I think. Uh, but we'll see because Sac State can fill it up, but particularly out of the half court, whereas Eastern likes to get up and down. They have some of the most explosive scorers in the league. That's a uh, that's a really big game, actually, with both those teams sitting at 6-3 and three in league play. Well, I have just been, I mean, Eastern Washington, you look at like Jaden Matthews, or excuse me, if you look at Eastern Washington, Al, 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 Aliyah Alexander, I think, has also been great. J.D. Yep. Martin, that you just go down their roster, and they have lots of different offensive weapons, and it seems like any one of those players steps up at various times, but they've been averaging, Coulter, at least four or five players in double figures in their last five games. They're certainly one of the most improved teams in the league. I also got an on the Portland State-Idaho game, though, because Idaho's coming off back-to-back wins. Uh, Idaho, they're not scared to shoot the ball. How are they going to shoot it? Because Portland State is going to sag in, use the zone, maybe dare you to take some threes. Idaho might put up 33s. They might hit 20 of them or not. It just depends on how they shoot the ball, but it's going to be one to watch for sure. I have no idea really how Idaho beat Idaho State in the Battle of the Domes. I mean, we had Beyonce that was in foul trouble. Yep. So she finished the game still with 12, but she had four fouls, had to sit at critical points during the game. Plus, they got just out-rebounded. The rebounds were crazy. It was like 52 to 35 or something just crazy. And so Idaho finds a way is yep. what I'm saying. Flip that. And they seem to find a way. Idaho State, they are trying to get off the schneid after their six losses in a row. Weaver State did exactly that last weekend with a good win over Eastern. Those two teams, those are, this is their lone game of the weekend, Idaho State at Weaver State. So um, an opportunity for Idaho State, but also maybe an opportunity for uh, Weaver State to carry some momentum after their first conference victory. Well, sure, Idaho State's just been dealt a tough hand. Obviously, losing Finley Garnett, they've, they're on a six-game losing streak. They lost Finley Garnett six games ago. And Idaho State just does not have the depth and offensive weapons to 
be able to bounce back from that. And losing their second leading scorer, their second leading rebounder has just been really tough for them. But they will try to find their way against Weber State. We do have to give a shout out to Callie Bourne, ISU. Um, 1,194 points, 851 rebounds. She's just really making her way in the record books for Idaho State. We got to give a shout out to Mark Liptek, who keeps us up to date with all things Idaho State. She did have the opportunity, Coulter, to go and get a professional contract in Australia. She chose to stay and finish out under Coach Sobolewski. Shows their program and what they have built and what they've done. Um, so we'll see if they get Weber. Wing it Wednesday, 11 wings every 11 minutes during the month of February for our 11th anniversary. Presented by the Desperado Sports Tavern and Grill. Call us right now, 406-888-1029. we got 11 more for you. Caller number one, triple eight one zero two nine. Around the Big Sky Women's Hoops this week, presented by Ryan Holloway and Miller. Angie Miller, an expert when it comes to personal injury. We're here with Angie Miller of Ryan Holloway and Miller. Oh, Angie, I went through obviously a car accident, and you worked on my case. My ten-year-old son was in the vehicle. It was very scary as a parent to go through this. Lots of questions of how to proceed, and I actually took multiple phone calls from insurance companies trying to call me directly. Mm-hmm. And you advised me, and your firm advised me to not take those calls. And just that approach—it was a really friendly approach from front desk to paralegal to attorney. It really helped with the process. Oh, I'm glad to hear that. Krista. I mean, it's always important to us that we can be there from clients from start to finish. And until an attorney's involved, the insurance companies can reach out to you. They can contact you and they don't have your best interests in, in their foremind. I mean, they are just trying to do what's going to be best for them and save themselves as much money. And that's how business works. But that's where we're able to come in and make sure that you get that money so that you can get all the treatment and everything that you're going to need. Ryan Holloway and Miller, your Montana attorneys. Chris Redpath in studio with us on Around the Big Sky Women's Hoops. Anything left to add before we get you out of here? It's just, it's exciting. I mean, you look at, we're not that far away from Boise. It's going to be a different format this year, March 4th through the 8th. 10 teams. We have a more traditional look to conference play uh, where you're home and away and you see teams twice and then they flip. So if you have Sac State first, and uh, you know, out of the road swings, yep. you'll you'll see them second on the on the turn. So I'm just excited for Boise, and I think that there's just so many questions left, Coulter. And I think these next few weeks are going to play out. It's going to be a lot of fun. Sounds great. Can't wait for it. It's always interesting when uh, we make the turn and we get to see the uh, rematches across the Big Sky Conference. Thanks to Ryan Holloway and Miller for their continued support. Uh, of all of our things here at ESPN Radio, but particularly around the Big Sky Women's Hoops. Thanks to Krista Redpath, our Big Sky Cards analyst, for joining us in studio. Hour one of the books, hour two coming at you. More Big Sky talk. We'll give you our all-league teams at the midseason point. Andrew has been writing these up for the last couple days. I haven't looked, so we'll see how our teams match up. ESPN Roundtable, Big Sky Cards midseason award style. Next, keep it right here. No one is now ESPN Radio. I am here with Catherine DeLands of The Advocates. If you've been listening to ESPN Radio, you're familiar and you know if you've been in an accident, The Advocates can surely help you. There's a lot of people out there that don't slow down for road conditions that are driving recklessly or carelessly, and we want to protect the people that have been injured because of those driver's actions. You deserve an advocate. The Advocates will deal with the insurance company and defer medical bills, so all you need to do is rest and get better. The Advocates will handle the overwhelming legal stress of your accident because you didn't deserve to be in an accident. Chat directly with a local attorney online at MontanaAdvocates.com.